0: Hi. My name is Justin. I'm the developer of Per Rocket, an iOS space game with cats, and I listen to the One Up Gaming Podcast. You can find a link to download my game at facebook.com/perrocket.
1: slash Hi, I'm Lucy James and I listen to the One Up Gaming Podcast.
0: Hi, I'm Keith Allen and I play Murphy on Z Nation and I listen to One Up Gaming Podcast.
2: I bang with
1: one up gaming. Drop more hits once I'm famous. The best, that's what our aim is. All platforms, what your game is. To the leader boys are coming. See me in a shooter, I can promise I'll be gunning. When they hit the music try to swear I'm gonna run it. Contact one up, you can try, but we done it. Let's go. Alright, let's go. To the best place for reviews, I know. Xbox One and PS4. Wii U, as far as consoles go. They do handheld PCs, merchandise for you and me. Contest that you gotta do. The prizes are for gamers who. <laughs> going hard all day, we really the boys, cause you just that great can't lose as much as take your certified badass when you play i bang with one up gaming i bang with one up gaming i bang with one up gaming drop more hits once i'm famous the best that's what our aim is all platforms what your game is to the leader boys, i'm coming see me in a shooter i can promise i'll be gunning when they hit the music i swear i'm gonna run it can't one up you can try it, but we done it let's go
3: and we're here it's one up gaming episode 234 it's me david and we've got another guest presented with us so please introduce yourself and just give us a bit of information about yourself
4: uh hello my name is Jaden, and uh first time podcast person i guess uh never done this before but excited to be helping out david and uh and, and not much more to know about me other than i i work two jobs and i play video games a lot and i enjoy every aspect of it i i'm just a nerd out of nerds uh, game of thrones all that kind of stuff all that fun you know
3: so you say you work two jobs
4: yeah i do i um i work at a shoe store as a manager and i also work as a youth pastor
3: i think we had someone else it was a youth pastor
4: really awesome oh, so. I'm, I'm not that i'm not that unique then <laughs> no I'm, uh, I'm quite a swan, but i sort of switch off when people talk but <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah i'm a youth pastor so I, I actually get to connect a lot with my kids by playing games with them um and they they have a good time is i'm not you know some people are like oh they don't play video games like no that's not true i Put on the Nintendo Switch at the, at the church all the time, and we have Smash Brothers tournaments and it, and Mario Kart, so we get a good deal of fun there.
3: So, what sort of consoles do you have?
4: Well, so I have a lot of Nintendo consoles personally. Uh, I used to own an Xbox, but I all, throughout the years and because of money reasons, I've had to sell that off. But uh, from game, I have GameCube, Wii, Wii U and uh, Switch, uh, two 3DSs, a Game Boy, and I think that's it, actually, Um, with most of my games being to Switch and second uh, only to the Wii U and the 3DS. um, I've collected a lot of games throughout the last two years or so. I've caught up a lot on gaming in the last two years.
3: Yes, I mean, like, um, I mean, I don't really buy modern sort of games. I get sent stuff to review. It's like we had the Metro game and the Dirt Rally sort of game sent, Um, but I generally do the more retro-y sort of games. Mm -hmm. It's like, I'm going to miss loads off, but I've actually got the NES, the SNES, the 64, the GameCube, uh, all fun. and then I've got the Xbox... The Xbox One, then I've got the the Master System, the Mega Drive or Genesis as you call it. Oh yeah. Two Sega Saturns, a Sega Dreamcast, and then I've got um Playstation, Playstation Two, Playstation Four I've got uh Neo Geo, got the I've got all the little classic mini things. Nice. So but I've never opened them, so they just sat on the box on the table somewhere.
4: You're a bit of a collector too?
3: Yeah. I d I don't have time. Mm-hmm. Just sort of sit it, and play
4: stuff. That's kind of been me with the Switch stuff. I kinda I've been like buying more games often, uh, but I don't play them. Um except for a few that I'm now trying to essentially catch up. I have a, <laughs> like two friends of mine who constantly tell me uh, finish your games before you buy some, and I usually say yes, but then that involves another trip to GameStop as I buy a third game for the week. So, um, yeah, but I, I'm on the same boat. I keep I'm I'm now collecting more uh, as well.
3: Yeah, I mean, I think with me, it's um, I sort of grew up at a time because, like, I guess I'm a lot older than you.
2: Because mm-hmm.
4: 'Cause I'm like nearly thirty-eight in a couple of months. And, and I am a, and I'm we and I'm just twenty one, so all
3: right. <laughs> <laughs> um when I was sort of growing up, I mean America and the UK are completely different. Um in America the original NES had I think it was like ninety five percent domination. Mm-hmm. In the UK the, the NES only sold about four million consoles whereas the master system sega's sold 12 million
4: yeah that's so, insane
3: so over in the uk sega was massive compared to nintendo mm-hmm.
2: um,
3: so for me i grew up playing all the arcade sort of games mm-hmm. so because of that mindset i've got i'll buy a game now i'll play it for 10 20 minutes and then i might never touch it ever again and i'll just move on to something else
4: I get that. I get that. I I uh I grew up I grew up with Nintendo. I grew up with uh my first console being a Game Boy, and then um, and then from there a DS, and uh, I guess I never had time or the money. my 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 family never had the time to buy consoles themselves for me, but uh the the handhelds were I w- I grew up handheld mostly. Uh, DS, Game Boy, uh, PSP. P, uh, PSP Go, PSP, uh, PS Vita. Um, it's been years since I've had that. Um, I, I grew up handheld. Uh, I had to... I, I bought my... Well, I didn't buy my first 3DS. I, 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 I borrowed it from a friend, never gave it back. Um, it's been years since I've seen that friend. But uh, I... Uh, that's how I got my first 3ds but then I bought I just recently bought a second 3ds um not too long ago but I grew up with handhelds and then I grew up just going back and forth between games and then uh uh eventually I, I came to the moment where I would just put on YouTube and distract myself through gaming and uh from there, I would be. I started completing games, and uh, I would have hour-long sessions myself, at least, and that's why I'm able to complete games, but I also get distracted through work these days, so that's why I haven't been able to complete as much anymore.
3: Yeah, I get that. It's, I mean, like, I've literally had, like, a month and a half off work because I was ill, mm-hmm. and it wasn't just, oh, I had a poorly foot, I just sit there and play games. It was like, no, I took antibiotics, went to sleep, Woke up five hours later, took more antibiotics, went to sleep. I literally couldn't move. Um, so that was really fun.
4: That is so rough, man. That is so rough.
3: (laughs) It it wasn't good. It wasn't good. Um, but it's like when I was actually at work, I have a contract for, I think it's 150 hours a month. Mm Mm-hmm. And which works out at like 37 and a half hours a week. Mm Mm-hmm. Um... But for the last four months before I got ill, which is probably why I got ill, I was doing about two hundred and fifty hours.
4: Oh gosh.
3: So I was like Jeez. doing like a hundred hours extra each month.
4: That's very interesting how how you work that way. I work instead, so I I have a, so I'm part time manager and part time youth pastor, so I end up working um three days a week at the church but plus two plus two days i don't get paid but those are my service days so i'm serving volunteering as um on those days as teacher and as a tech uh, assistant uh, tech assistant and on sundays thursdays i i teach the youth and then um and then the rest of the week i have to find time to work uh at the shoe store so it, it actually ends up that um my three days that i'm actually at the church office are, I'm there from 8 to 4, and then from 5 o'clock to 11 o'clock, I'm at the store. So I work almost 18-hour days or so, um, or some some number. And uh, and then I wake up the next day and do a double again. So it's hard for me sometimes to find game, uh, find time for gaming, because even on the days that I'm off, I don't want to play a game. I want to just chill for a second. I want to sleep. Um so I, I get that, man. It's 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 rough out there, and you being sick—that was that's rough.
3: I know it's not good. I think I'm gonna sneeze, but I'll try and not to. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh. Right. <clears throat> so, I think we'll—that's a good little introduction there. So, if you want to just go ahead and just have a quick talk about some of the, the games that you've played in the last like, a week or so.
4: Yeah, sure. Uh... <laughs> uh recently so uh about last week i actually finished xenoblade chronicles 2 for the switch and uh that was great uh great experience i loved the game i'm a huge xenoblade fan uh fan uh thought the story was great uh voice voice acting could always have been used some work but uh uh i loved it though i still had a fun time i'm just a sucker for jrpgs um especially because I'm growing to become a bigger fan now for JRPGs. I like Chrono Trigger. I like um, Dragon Quest. Um, I'm starting... I I just got Final Fantasy IX this week, so um, I'm going to be starting on that soon. But I love Xenoblade. I thought it was great. The visuals were awesome. Uh, I had a fun time with that game. It's challenging at times, too. But uh, I finished that, and I'm going through New Super Mario Bros. Deluxe for the Switch as well. And... um, I mean, is
3: that worth the the money? Because it's it's basically like, is it like an eight year old game that's just being yeah. Been?
4: I mean, you know, I guess for some. Okay, so I never played the first one on the Wii U, uh, the original one. So for me, it's worth the money because I'm getting to experience this game. But it's also like a huge, huge um guilty pleasure of mine. The new Super Mario Bros. game. So because a lot of people just write them off as all the same, and I don't blame them. Um. For, but on in my opinion, I think people should wait for a price drop on this game at for some point or for it to go on sale. It's not that it's not worth it. It's just that for a full price game, it's a it's a little steep right now. I mean, yeah, I'm gonna buy it at full price because I'm crazy. But <laughs> i I recommend people to I recommend people to at least wait a little bit. It's not a bad game, but you know, it, there are other things that you could pay full price for right now i mean i'm having fun it's a fun game and you technically get two games because you also get the new super luigi U expansion yeah but but you know wait for a, a drop a price drop um there's that and uh i i picked up bendy and the ink machine for the switch what the hell is that you've never you oh cool fun <laughs> uh if you uh david you never heard of it um uh, pretty probably a few people have heard of it um before but it's a it's an indie horror game um think of it bendy looks like um looks like mickey mouse if he was the devil but like he still looks kind of cute um and the whole aspect of the game is that you are uh, a guy who used to work for a cartoon company and his his partner um he left the company and his partner went crazy and he did some some stuff uh, and built this thing called an ink machine and b- basically brought b- brought bendy to life and there's a whole story behind it i just started the fr- i finished the first chapter and the thing is i've been i've been kind of obsessed with this game for the longest time for two reasons uh one i co- i cosplayed as bendy um uh, for one of the cons here in in orlando so i know... i did it for tampa um and so i love bendy and his character but more importantly i I I just wanted this game because I like horror and also because it was a GameStop exclusive and it took me about a month and a half searching through many GameStops in the Orlando area just to get this game for a month and a half. No GameStop had it, so um, I got it and uh, I mean I like it. It's an indie horror game, so I don't know if you like those kinds of games, but it's fun. And uh, I'm trying to think if I played anything else. Oh, and the demos that they that that so have dropped. So can you actually get that something. game
3: like, on the Nintendo eShop? or
4: I'm
3: sorry. Can you? Can it, a, you
4: is it yeah, on the you, eShop. Yeah, you can get it digitally on the eShop. So um, it's like thirty dollars. Uh, thirty dollars uh, in my area. So I don't know what that will translate to, for you. Um, but yeah, you can pick it up digitally. Um, it's just that we don't have GameStop over here. So right, right, right um i'm sorry i used uh i used my own terms there uh but um but yeah i uh, i'm playing that and um i also played the the demo for Damon x machina uh which is a a a new nintendo switch game that's coming out in july and um it's a cool game i don't know if i'm gonna pick it up right away because it's it's like mechs and you're like destroying all of these other bots and I'm still trying to get used to the controls because they're like loose but but weird all at the same time. I don't know how to describe it really. Um, I don't know. I'm interested but I need to see more of the game for it. But uh, that's uh, that's pretty much what I've been playing lately. Just a lot of Mario U, Finch Xenoblade, and Bendy in the Ink Machine.
3: I'd have to try that. Bend the Ink Machine one.
4: <laughs> I mean, if you like horror um and if you like story driven games, uh that's a cool one. I like the style for it. It looks everything looks like old newspaper black and white kind of um give it a chance. I th- I think it's great. Um I this also comes from the guy who obsessed <laughs> over five, five Nights and Freddy's for 2 years. So, you know, just take <laughs> some time. Um I never liked that game. You never liked Five. Well, I don't blame you. I don't blame you for not liking Five Nights at Freddy's. I, uh, I mean, it was just a big fad here, though. It the game was a fad. But then the whole again, time.
3: it's like one of my ex girlfriends. Um, she used to have a cleaner that came around, and she used to have like a eight year old son, and he'd, uh-huh. he'd come with her, and he'd literally just sit and watch someone streaming Five Nights at Freddy's for like twelve hours, just sit and watch oh. it. <laughs>
4: and
3: I'm like, what I... the hell are you watching?
4: Yeah. I mean, is it? It's funny because, like, they, not only did they marketed that game so crazily, they, they, it's not. They didn't even market to like teenagers. They did that straight to kids. There, I go. I can go to any shop uh, still to this day and find a in the kids section. Like I'm talking, like, like five, like six year old kids. I could see them wearing Five Nights at Freddy's shirt, and it's like, of course, because it looks like a Chuck E. Cheese thing. Kids, uh, parents don't know. Um, or they, it looks like, you know, it just looks like fun Disney animated robots, whatever, but they don't know that it's a horror game. And more importantly, that the characters kill you if you lose. And the whole game is around murder and these kids spirit taking over animatronics. So it's funny seeing parents just buy these things and not really know much about it because they're just, they think they just want to satisfy their kids. And I'm like, Oh, you poor souls don't Hmm. know. If I explained this, y'all would be mad at your children, but it's okay.
3: But say, so, there's also like a toy line, isn't there? Like Five Nights at Freddy's, you
4: get like all the little toys and models and. Mm-hmm. There's, I mean, there's a lot. I mean, I, I have with me a Freddy Fazbear plushie because it was cute and I wanted it. Um, it's just, there's toys, there's clothing, there's hats, there's. There's everything. There's just there's so much and kids love it. There there is a whole um I'm never gonna forget the day that I walked into like um one of the supermarts and I saw bed sheets like themed after five nights at Freddie's for like twin beds and I'm like what kid wants to sleep on a bed that has all these horrifying characters on that I don't understand. Um I mean, but I had a whole history. I, d- I remember buying the game and playing it through, and I thought the first game was fun. Second game was good, too. Third game was weird. Fourth game was hard, and it just kept going, and I just couldn't catch up after that. And uh, uh, my my friend loved the game. She adored it to death and loved the story. I The only thing I really liked about it was uh, the fanfare of music that came out of it because there's a lot of fan people that made a lot of good music, based on Five Nights at Freddy's, like, Nate Wants to Battle did a whole album, two albums, I think, on Five Nights at Freddy's, so, you know, just, some things have good things, and some things don't.
3: Yeah, I mean, I might be wrong, but didn't, wasn't it only, like, two years or three years between Five Nights at Freddy's, the original, and then, like, the fifth game coming out?
4: Yeah, it. it I think it took it like fast two and two and a half years. Well, Scott Coffin was is very interesting because uh, he just pumped those games out. The first one came out. It did not take long for him to do the second one, and he was notorious for just announcing a date and then like would release the game like three months earlier than expected. <laughs> um, and he was just notorious for that. Um, and then he just keeps adding and adding and adding and adding. And I th- I think he's finally done with the last game. Uh, Pizzeria Simulator, I believe was the last name of the game. Uh, FNAF 6. Um, I think he's done. And honestly, I think he should move on to a new project. But, you know, Five Nights at Freddy's technically won't stop. And the, the rights to a movie are out there um, with some studio. I don't remember what studio. And eventually we're going to get a movie, so... We'll add that more to the list of horrible video game movies that are that are constantly coming out. Except for Detective Pikachu, I have full hopes in that movie. I don't care what anyone tells me. <laughs> that
3: but but that yeah, Detective Pikachu thing looks weird.
4: I I know a lot of people are like it looks strange. I'm I'm just hyped. I, I don't know. I just he looks cute, and it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm t- I'm too much of a fan of Deadpool to not watch Pikachu. Just talk like Ronnie Reynolds. that is just amazing to me i the The game is weird um it's a very easy game. It's like Ace attorney or like Professor Layton. It's super easy, but you know it's it's fun, and the fact that they made it a movie is strange to me, but I'm okay with it. I'm okay with it. There's worse things to make movies of worse video games,
3: yeah, that's Sonic,
4: oh gosh, oh gosh I have you seen the posters for that yeah. for the uh, just, I found in my local movie theater the uh poster for the um the in between the legs on the bridge uh sonic one I don't know if you've seen that one you're like he's just sitting down but you're like in between his legs you're like seeing it from his point of view and it's just I just don't know what to think of this movie I I have no idea I I like sonic I just I don't know I'm scared <laughs> <laughs>
3: Then again, the the early ones might not might you know like the posters might look dodgy, but the actual movie itself might not be too bad.
4: I'm hoping so. I don't know if you've seen anything of the cast, but Jim Carrey is playing Doctor Eggman.
3: I know, I know. Why did they change him, Doctor Robotnik? I
4: I don't really. Uh, they changed him like a long time ago. Yeah. But um, I don't. But he, I think he's still being known as Doctor Eggman for this movie. So.
3: I think, from what I could gather, over in Japan, it was it was always called Doctor Eggman. Mm-hmm. It was only like America and the UK where it was Doctor Robotnik. Mm-hmm. But now I, I think, he... think they're saying that he, he is Doctor Eggman, but he resides in the land of Robotnik or something stupid.
4: I I cannot tell you for the life of me. I <laughs> I. I know Mario more than Sonic, but I, man, Sonic is such a complicated creature. I'll tell you that it is, he's, he he has some fun games there. Don't ever, I don't want, I want it to be known right now. Sonic has good games, but he also has some questionable ones that I don't like to mention. So, um, his whole franchise is weird, but I mean, I like Sonic in, and some stuff. I love Dr. Eggman, actually. I think he, I'm a huge fan of Dr. Eggman. He's hilarious to me, especially the comments in Sonic Colors. If you ever get to play that game, it's really funny what what you can listen to him say.
3: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've got the, I think it was the Sonic Mania Collector's edition thing that came out a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it's literally just sat on the floor next to me. I don't have space <laughs> to put it anywhere because it's, it is literally like half a meter squared. It's actually quite a big box. Mm hmm. So I've, I've just got it. It's basically a table holding up an original Xbox steering wheel.
4: Oh my gosh. I
3: don't know why. Then on the. Bis- behind it, I've got like four Ninja Turtles and like two Transformers.
4: That's hilarious. I have below me. Um, I have below me my collection of Pokemon plushies. Because um, I. I love Pokemon. That's probably my, that's probably my favorite franchise, my f- play- favorite video game. I don't play competitively. I don't have time for that. I don't have this the time to think about competitive Pokemon. That's a whole thing on its own. Uh, but I love playing the games. Uh, Pokemon White is my favorite video game of all time because um, it's kind of the one where it affirmed me as a Nintendo uh, fan. Um, and I've been collecting Pokemon-related things for years. I absolutely adore it. Um, and it's just about that time for me to play Pokemon White again. It's been a long time. I I played it six times in my life. It's such, it's my favorite game. I love it so much.
3: Yeah, my favorite game. You've probably never played it, and that's the original Sega Rally on the Sega Saturn. Which one? Sega Rally.
4: Oh, I've no, I've never played it. I've got loads
3: of copies, and I've got a tattoo of it as well.
4: Ha! <laughs> huh. Uh, I know. Is, is, do you have a game, like, besides that game, do you, is that the game that you've bought the most in your life? Just, like, several copies of?
3: Um. I've bought. Well, I've bought it about six times. Oh, gosh. I, I used to have three Sega Saturns, but my brother nicked one. And I've got oh, wow. one Sega Saturn next to me now in the spare bedroom, then I've got one downstairs. So I've just got things kicking around, lying just, all over. you just
4: got things scattered all around, don't you?
3: Yeah, and I mean, behind me there's a box of all the original Xbox demos. I've
4: mm-hmm.
2: um,
3: got loads of Nintendo 64 games, the Donkey Kong bongos, a 20-inch TV, randomly.
4: Speaking of N64, real quick, do you hope that Nintendo releases an N64 classic?
3: Um, I don't know, because even with a decent PC, it's still very dodgy to emulate the games. Mm. Each game has to be emulated differently. I get that. So, for them to do a console with the games, they would, one, have to get a decent, sort of like, RAM and graphics chip thing and processor for cheap, Mm -hmm. and then they'd have to get the, like, 20 games or 30 games that actually run really well. So, it It, might not be, like, I I think Mario 64 runs perfect, Mm -hmm. but... Say like, um, Conker's Bad Fur Day that runs mm-hmm. poorly on a, on a good PC. So you, it it's picking and choosing what games to try and get, what games work, what games don't.
4: And it, and it's and also getting the license for some of these games is going to be hard too because uh, you know, Rare doesn't belong to Nintendo, and Rare's not an independent company anymore. It's uh, it's owned by Microsoft. So getting that license from Microsoft to get to just to just put those classic n sixty four games uh double uh golden eye uh perfect dark um oh my gosh uh banjo kazooie banjo tooie um just getting those licenses it would be a nightmare I mean I know that they're having a semi decent good relationship right now with some cross playing stuff, but it's you know that's a whole other step, including something like banjo or or conquer into their console when they don't even belong to them, and they haven't even been released on their eShop in their, on their virtual console for years. So, I mean... But I get the whole thing about emulating them, because these games, they were so unique for their time, and it's not as easy as, like, a Super Nintendo or a, or, or a NES either, so...
3: It's the The difference is, with the... I think, I might be wrong, but I think mm. every single emulator that's been made even like the Playstation 1 and the Playstation 2 one they emulate the Playstation so you just get the the ROM file put it in and it Mm -hmm. thinks it's running on a Playstation Mm
2: -hmm.
3: with a Nintendo 64 they're not running a Nintendo 64 emulator they have to personally emulate each individual game separately
4: oof that's rough that's going to that that be rough for some games
3: emulator it was originally developed it was really weird
4: mhm i think well, i can't remember the original name of the emulator i all i remember was playing mario 64 f- for the first time on an emulator that's how i got started on the, before i bought before i bought the ds version of the game um but that game ran well and there was another game that i tried playing and it was just really rough on it, and I can't remember at all. With it. you know what? It was a. This is going to be silly. Uh, there was a Winnie the Pooh game that I played in childhood. So years later, I tried to emulate it on the on the N64 because it was there uh, on the N64 emulator on my computer, and it just it just ran like piss. It was just terrible. <laughs> it was just it just was staggering. And so like I get that. So I don't know. I mean, I have hopes, but like. You know, they also haven't announced anything after the Super Nintendo one, which is something i I love. I love that one to this day. Um, has probably the collection of games that I love the most because Super Nintendo era is one of my favorite eras of gaming. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't know. I I have no idea they'll ever do it. I was not impressed with the PlayStation Classic myself. Uh, it did not. It did not. It did not meet any expectations of what I would have wanted for a PlayStation Classic. And that's all I can say about that.
3: <laughs> it's like, I've got the PlayStation Classic. I wish mm-hmm. I didn't have it, because I paid... I think it was like 80 quid. Mm-hmm. And literally two weeks
4: later, it was down to like 50 quid. Oh, God. Like, it, over here? So, like, it was $100 over here. And then it was... um. It, and like you said, it dropped. It dropped forty dollars in price. So it was sixty dollars, and it did not take long after that. For um, about like a week later, um, one of our local stores on their app had a coupon that dropped the price over to thirty five dollars. So when I picked it up, I um, I picked it up for a friend. I didn't even want it myself. I played it for at a friend's house. Um, I only picked it up for thirty five bucks, and I was like, "This is." ridiculous how easy it was to get one of these and and it was easy to get one it, they weren't even sold out cuz the Super Nintendo and the NES Classic they were hard to find. They were they were out of stock much faster than the PlayStation Classic. So it yeah. You were going to say something. My bad, I cut you off.
3: Oh, sorry, I was breathing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. Um, it's I mean, like I say I just thought Oh, I'd better buy the PlayStation Classic just in case it does the short-run s- supply issue and then people charge more for the console and this, that, the other. But, yeah, I wish I'd waited now.
4: <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, it's okay. I mean, there's there's worse things to buy, I guess, but it's not the best thing. I You know, it, it doesn't have Crash Bandicoot, and it doesn't have Spyro... It doesn't have a bunch of other games that should have been in the Classic. And, like, yeah, it has Final Fantasy VII, but Switch is about to get Final Fantasy VII soon, so it doesn't really hold up to that, to the expectations of of what gamers really wanted, at least. At least I think so.
3: Yeah, I mean, like, I know it was because of licensing issues. Oh, yeah. But the one game that I could not believe was not on it was the original, or even the second, Gran Turismo.
4: Oh my gosh.
3: But then they'd have to have licensed every single car again, like 800 different cars. Mm-hmm. And all the music and all the... <clears throat> everything.
4: It's rough. It is rough to re- to relaunch some of these old games. Mm. It was easier back then. It's much harder now.
3: Yeah, so I think we've rattled on enough. I'll have a quick talk of some of the games I've been playing. Yeah. Um... And again, I will apologize to Codemasters. I am so sorry. I put up a video last week of me playing Dirt Rally 2.0. And I was about five days early from the embargo. So I got a, oh. I got a, a nasty email Uh-oh. Uh from them. They reported my YouTube channel. I got a strike against that. The video oh. got taken down, um, but I can now talk about it because the embargo was yesterday or today, I can't remember now, it might have been today. Um, yeah, it's a rally game, what more you expect? Did you like it? Um, <laughs> I'm much more of a like a, a track-based racing fan. Like, Mm -hmm. Formula One, or, like, Stock Car Racing, or whatever you want to... You know, as long as you're on a a physical track. Right. Um, Whereas with this game, it seems very understeery. Like, you don't seem to have as much control as what I would like. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. You're always not quite turning in as much as I would like. But, graphically, it looks amazing... It plays really fast, really smooth, mm-hmm. has damage. It's gone back to the roots of the series. It's much more like the Colin McRae sort of games on the original PlayStation. Nice. Um, but I will say, when they released, I think it was called Dirt, and then it went to Dirt 2, mm-hmm. on the Xbox 360 and the PS3, those games were absolutely amazing. I loved them. Because they were rally, but they also added like rally cross and boogie racing and other bits and bobs. Um, whereas this one's gone back to I think it's got like hill is it hill climb? It might just be rally rally cross um, plus the the rally stages. So it's um, if you're into realistic sort of sim rally, then this mm-hmm. is probably one of the best you can buy at the moment. But, I don't know, it's just, the handling just doesn't feel quite right for me. But, I would say that if I was to review the game, I would say it'd get like a 4 out of 5, so it's ah. there or thereabouts.
4: It's probably one of those games that you know what it is, and you either, you're in for it or you're not. And, you know, I get that.
3: And the next game that I was playing was the Metro Exodus.
4: How how was that?
3: Uh, That. um, Have you ever played any of the Metro?
4: I did not. I have not. I have not played Metro Exodus. The
3: original Metro. I think it was Metro 2032. Or was it? 2033. I can't remember now. Was... I think it's uh
4: 33. I don't know because
3: what was the sequel? Wait, I've got the books somewhere. Where's the book?
4: I I I'm looking. I was looking it up just in case. It's Metro thirty 2033 and Metro Last Light. Yeah. Um,
3: 2033 is one of my all-time favorite games on the Xbox oh. 360. Oh wow. It's imagine. A game like the Metroid Prime sort of games. mm mm-hmm. Where it's technically a first-person shooter, but it's much more um, sort of slow-paced exploration, very atmospheric, graphics look amazing. It's that sort of game. But in the first one, when you were shooting ammunition, which is very sort of like... Scar scarce is all the mm-hmm. ammunition. Um, you had brass bullets and gold bullets. Bullets was also sort of the currency in the game. So if you went to a shop, you if you gave them um, gold bullets, you got more money for the bullets. Mm-hmm. But because me being colourblind, oh. I couldn't tell the difference between the brass ones and the gold ones. So I would just use anything that was in the. Uh-oh. So, uh, yeah, I, I kind of got a bit stuck in the end. But other than that, it was perfect game. The sequel went a bit too sci-fi with hallucinations and ghosts and stuff happening. Mm-hmm. Um, this new one, they've taken out all the bullets, currency sort of system, so it's much more a very point-and-walk sort of game. Um, looks amazing, they've got brand new lighting effects, all the muzzle flashes and all the in the dark tunnels and stuff look really good Um, but now instead of it being very linear you actually find or get a a train very early on and you're exodus in the metro system and moving looking for more survivors and there's like desert settings there's forest settings, there's like Spring grass sort of settings, so it's not just the desolate snow dust sort of setting anymore. So it's it's almost perfect. I'll absolutely adore this game. It's one of the best games I've played in years.
4: That's cool. At least that's good. I mean, you know, I'm I'm interested in that kind of style. If it's like Metroid Prime, I I would give it a go. If I also had the console, but like um, that sounds actually really cool to play, at least.
3: Yeah, I'd easily recommend it. If you're into the... It's like a cross between like a first-person shooter with like a walking simulator sort of thing.
4: Uh-huh.
3: Um, when you're out in the... Because there's certain zones where it's proper radioactive and you have to put like a face mask on to breathe and you have to take out the air filters and put new air filters in and... all to survive. And... So it's got loads of little tiny survival sort of games, bits built into it, but they have taken out a hell of a lot of the nuances from the older games, mm-hmm. but for me, all those bits was just overwhelming for me,
2: mm-hmm.
3: um, whereas now they seem to have... It's still very hard, but they've paid it back, so it's very, very much more pick-up-and-play, and... Play and You do, you just sort of go through the game, and the story, the voice acting, the graphics, everything is just one of the best games I've played in in years. It's amazing. So that's That's, Metro Exodus. That's cool. And, I mean, like, I had a quick go, because they're on sale for, like, 30 pence. The Hotline Miami 1 and 2.
4: I've never played Hotline Miami, I've actually wanted to.
3: It was actually not bad bloody mm-hmm. hard though, really hard. <laughs> um, it's a twin stick sort of shooter, mm-hmm. but, Jesus, you have to have reactions, and I sort of like, I was only on like the second or third level, I knew what I was having to do, but my man kept getting shot, and it took about three hours just to do it. Wrong, it's just so wrong.
4: <laughs> well, these are one of those games that it's, just, it's meant to be ridiculously challenging, isn't it?
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is, and I did not like it.
4: <laughs>
3: <laughs> no, it's. I, I guess if you sat there and got y- used to it, but I think it's one of those games where you'd have to physically know the, the map that you're on, where the enemies mm-hmm. are, where they're walking, and you have to physically know exactly, I'll go here, I'll do that, I'll shoot that guy, I'll strangle that guy, I'll do this, I'll do that. Um, And it just, I, di- I don't have time. I really just do not have the time to do that.
4: <laughs> that's not a game that you're like, I got, that's a game that you got to learn how to play for real. You got to take some time with it before you, before, you can't just jump into that kind of game. I mean, I bet it's fun, but I bet it's, you know, when it's hard, it could be discouraging to some players.
3: So, the music's good, the graphics look really cool, but mm-hmm. the last game that I've played was a game that I'm getting sick of Nintendo, because they seem to be just doing parts of like Android games onto the Switch, and then charging like an extra £10-£15 on top of it. So the game, game? was Football Manager 19. mm mm-hmm. And I mean, I'm English. I love Football Manager. It's one of my all-time favourite series. Mm-hmm. Um, but on on um, Android, you can download it for about twenty quid. On the Nintendo Switch, it's thirty quid. Oh, jeez. And it's, I don't care what they say. The Nintendo Switch is just an Nvidia Shield with um, a couple of joysticks bolted to the side of it <laughs> and NVIDIA Shield is just an Android based machine which the Nintendo Switch is
2: mm-hmm.
4: so mm-hmm.
3: they can easily do the parts across so I don't see why they have to charge all the extra money
4: it's because it's, it's the novelty it's literally just the novelty and the publishing of Nintendo it's literally it and that's how they make money out of it
3: yeah I guess so Um, but I will say the game plays well, it looks good, I'm enjoying it, it's my go-to game where when I'm getting changed or doing something, I'll just put it on the side and just click, like next, 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 and then match, and just sort of run a few games and stuff while I'm just doing nothing, basically. But, it's a fun little game, always good, always fun, Sports Interactive can't do any wrong. Mm Mm-hmm. But, I mean, that is basically all the games that I've been playing this week. That's so, cool. I believe we will have a quick break and then we'll come back and we'll talk about the Nintendo Direct. Alrighty. So, back in a couple of seconds after these adverts.
0: Fly through space, rescue cats, score big points. Download Per Rocket for free today. Visit www.perrocket.com. Just a reminder, a um, small shout out to uh, lyricallygenius.com and more directly Conte the Hero with his new song Go Baby Go. This one is for sale on iTunes, Google Play, Xbox Music, PlayStation Music Service, Spotify, and Amazon, which is pretty much anywhere. There's also a purchasable ringtone for the iPhone users, and you can find more of Conte at lyricallygenius.com, his Twitter at Conte the Hero. And you can also find their Facebook page, which is just facebook.com slash Junius. So check him out, like, follow him, tell him where you come from, and yeah, thanks.
1: Up next on the 1UP Gaming Podcast is 10 Minutes of Nothing. Will it be the team talking about nothing or a guest interview? Stick around and find out now
2: ten
3: minutes of nothing, yeah, ten minutes of nothing. And we're back, it's still me, David, still 1UP Gaming, still episode 234, and we've still got Jay.
4: That's right, I'm still here, yay!
3: Yay. And I've still got pneumonia, I'm still dying.
4: Uh, please, <laughs> I cannot be alone on this.
3: <laughs> right. <clears throat> so what we're gonna do is we're gonna have a quick talk over the Nintendo Direct. So because my is playing silly boogers, I'll hand it over to Jay and then I will just comment on what I can remember from what what I saw.
4: Cool. Uh should I uh okay cool, I'll just get started here. Uh alright, so Nintendo Direct happened on February thirteenth after everyone has been waiting for so freaking long um for a direct to happen and just gonna get this out of the way no animal crossing made a lot of people sad. I did not mind because I did not expect animal crossing to be here uh, or Pokemon for that matter but uh so out of those out of the way uh starlink battle for Atlas got it is getting uh star fox updates uh where you get to play as Falco peppy and um and slippy and slippy toad. Uh, which, cool, I guess, I did not get Starlink, because it's a toys-to-life game, and I just don't have time to just constantly be, I don't even care if it's a Switch exclusive, I've, has the Star Fox I've stuff. I've got
3: that game, but it's still it, boxed, so I've never played it.
4: I kind of want it, just because, for the collection, yeah. probably the only reason I'll get it. Uh, and yeah, by now, the
3: way, while we're talking uh-huh. about the games that weren't there, yeah. are you a Animal Crossing fan?
4: Oh, totally! I totally am. I mean, mind you, I've only ever played uh, City Folk, that has a different name in yours in your in 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 the UK. A um, City Folk for us, and uh, and New Leaf. I played all. I played a lot of New Leaf in high school, so I love Animal Crossing. I don't know. Do you like high, uh, Animal Crossing? No, no.
3: <laughs> <laughs> but then again, I don't like. Oh, you won't know this story <clears throat> about. Three, four years ago, we were doing a talk, and I just randomly sort of said that I didn't like Zelda, uh-huh. and then one of the guys was American, and he was like, what the hell are you on about? Zelda's one of the best series ever, and mm-hmm. I sort of said, well, at the time, I didn't have a Nintendo 64, and if you go back to Zelda Ocarina of Time now, the mechanics are so broken to what a modern game is used to. Mm -hmm. It's almost unplayable. Mm -hmm. And then I don't like top-down viewed games either. So even Diablo and all those sort of games, I don't like them. I get that. And I got... um, So all the old Zelda games, the top-down ones, I'm not a big fan of those. Mm -hmm. And then I got an email from a a games developer from Sweden basically Mm -hmm. shouting at me, saying I made him cry because I badmouth one of the greatest series of all time and this that the other
4: I mean they don't have to cry over (laughs) I mean that's just your opinion though, you don't like Zelda and you make some valid points at least I'm not going to deny that, I mean I know I'm straying off topic but real quick I mean I love Zelda but I love the experience of Zelda, I grew up with Zelda Um, if you play Zelda on an original N64 it's a rough game to play and the N64, um, which, by the way, if you, ever want, if you ever would give that game a chance, play Ocarina Time in the um, 3DS. It's way smoother and a lot better to control. Um, but, like, I mean, that's just, you know, not everyone likes everything. That's the first thing that I learned about gaming. Not everyone likes everything, and that's not a bad thing. You make some valid points. I'm not going to deny that out of you.
3: It's like the new Zelda. I really enjoyed that. Just because it didn't Mm -hmm. play like Zelda.
4: Yeah, well, yeah, they had to reinvent the whole game. Which is fantastic. I love Breath of the Wild.
3: Yeah, Um, it's just expensive for what it.
4: Oh, gosh, of course.
3: Nintendo games are just all...
4: Their first first party lineup is ridiculous. But, I mean, they're so good, but then they're so expensive. Um, Let me see real quick. Uh, They announced... uh, Speaking of... um, uh, updates Co- uh, Captain Toad's Treasure Tracker um had a um a co-op update and which means now the full game can be played co-op which doesn't mean anything to me because I've never played tre- tre- uh, Captain Toad's Treasure Tracker even though I hear it's a very charming puzzle game um, I really
3: wanted that game but I didn't want to mm-hmm. pay 30 40 quid for it
4: I'm waiting for another price drop because now with that because there's some DLC that's coming out is gonna add a few extra things a few extra courses as well and uh but it's paid and I'm just waiting for like I'm waiting for a drop on that I'm not gonna I'm not gonna pay full price for uh, a Wii U port of all things not that it's a bad game it's not a bad game but still uh I'm gonna get this one out of the way uh Disney announced a Tsum Tsum game and I don't know if you know what those are but I was like okay I guess um, it's just it's Mario Party, but with the little plushy toys that they, that you could find in toy stores of Disney characters. It's cute, I guess. I guess. Um, no, it's don't know if you, <laughs> no, it's not. No, it's not. I I actually oh. I actually own I own one Tsum Tsum, but it's because it's my favorite Spider-Man, and that's the only reason I wanted it. Um, just because it's my that favorite. The Spider-Man.
3: Catchphrase for the Mazda. Wait, what it drives by so, zoom. Oh, zoom, zoom.
4: zoom. <laughs> I think it actually is. Um they announced Assassin's Creed 3 remastered for the Switch, which is weird to me cuz like I thought they would want to do like a, be- a more successful Assassin's Creed and I'm pretty sure that's number 4, Black Flag. So, I don't know why they would go with 3 and I don't know if you saw the direct, but that game looked a little rough, it, rough, it looked a little choppy. It looks. A li- I'm concerned for it for the Switch. I don't know.
3: A lot of games look choppy on the Switch.
4: I it, it can <laughs> so. Uh, ta- 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 ta, uh, Rune Factory. That's I mean, Rune Factory's is Rune Factory, and they announced that they're making a fifth game, and I guess that's fun for some people. Uh, Box Boy and Box Girl is going to the Switch, and I actually heard those games were charming; that they're really fun. Uh, Just, like, they're not a serious game, but it's just a nice, like, just fun puzzle platformer to play.
3: Yeah, it looks really good, but again, I think they're a little bit too expensive for what they are.
4: Mm Mm-hmm. I get that. Uh, There was actually, like, a set, like, three games, Box Boy, Box Box Boy, and Bye Bye Box Boy, all were on the 3DS at a, I think it was, like, Twenty dollars, which is not bad because it's three games in one, so yeah. that's more reasonable to me at least. Uh, Unravel for the PlayStation got a sequel, and it's actually and the sequel is coming to the Switch, Unravel Two. It looks like Kirby's Epic Yarn, but instead it's just two yarn people in a real world setting. Um, Do you think
3: they maybe should have done like the Epic Yarn? Oh, not the whatever the hell the Yarny one is the they should have done like the collection 1 and 2.
4: Oh, uh, yes, totally, cuz I don't think it makes sense for them to just release 2 and not 1. I mean, I'm hoping it's like I don't know, it's like releasing Crash Bandicoot 2 before Crash Bandicoot 1. I don't know, it just doesn't make any sense to me. It's it it's a sequel. Um hell,
3: Wait, so did you did you actually play that game though?
4: I I played like the first two levels, which was great um because the style i love the artistic style i i'm a sucker for yarn i played <laughs> i play yoshi's woolly world like so much and kirby's epic yarn so having like a playstation game make the yarn look that good was like <gasps> it's amazing to me but um i never got to finish it because again i played it at a friend's house not out of not because i don't own a playstation 4 but uh i mean i'm glad that unravel 2 is coming out but i'd rather have both games because i would like to go through the first one did you play it?
3: I got sent the first one to review. Mm-hmm. And I played about three hours of it. Mm-hmm. And then I had to give it off to someone else to review because I hated it with a passion.
4: Oh, nice. It
3: looked amazing, but the controls mm-hmm. and the mechanics I, were just wrong. You know
4: what? I'll give that to you because it's not smooth. It is not a smooth game. It's not The controls are not easy to pick up. It's like playing Shadow of the Colossus at times to me, but not that rough because that game is rough. Mm-hmm. Um, Hellblade: Senua's Sacrifice, uh, which is a game that won a bunch of awards, uh, especially for narrative. Um, I heard great things about the game. Um, I actually want to pick that up myself. Um, it deals with it deals with a cool celt excuse me Celtic story, but at the same time. Uh, these developers worked with um, um, some scientists, some mental scientists that um, were trying to describe psychosis, and they worked hard to make psychosis be represented in this game. So they deal with a lot of mental health issues as a as a theme in this game, but put it in a Celtic, uh, uh, Celtic slash Nordic setting. So I think it's interesting. I'm going to probably pick it up when I... And I get the chance.
3: I played it on the Xbox One, and I streamed about an hour of it, or a 45 minutes of it. And mm-hmm. from the what I played, it mm-hmm. is really
4: good. Oh, I want to play it.
3: I've got one fault with the game that made me turn it off and not want to play it. What is it? And that's, you get to like a door... And instead of doing, like, kill 15 enemies and the door opens, there's a symbol on the door, and you have to stand and look at the environment to find that symbol hidden in the environment and Mm -hmm. line up the symbol that's on your screen over it, and then it'll unlock the door. And I don't know if it's just because I'm colourblind or...
4: Oh when I'm, no! Like, looking
3: for things in things. I'm just like I can't see a thing.
4: I get that. I can get that though. So it you, just, you... It
3: just got a bit tedious, you know.
4: Hmm. But it's probably like a good story to go through at least at some point.
3: Yeah. It, from from what I played up until I think it was the second or third um door to open, it was really good. I, it was looked amazing. Played well. The only thing that was dodgy was, as I say, the little puzzle bit, and Mm -hmm. I can't remember the name of it, but it was Ninja Theory's game based on the monkey license.
4: Oh gosh, I... On the
3: Xbox 360 and the PS3.
4: I know what you're talking about, and I can't think of the name right now.
3: For me, this game controls very similar, where it's a bit sloppy. It's not precise Mm -hmm. movement, it's a bit wishy-washy. I get that. But other than that, it was really good. I'd easily recommend it.
4: Uh, we all, They also announced Dead by Daylight. <laughs> um, And I don't know if you've heard of that game before. Yeah, uh, I've, I've
3: got it, but I've never lo- loaded it up.
4: I, yeah, It's funny. I saw this game, and I'm like, this is literally just Friday the 13th. Was it, I
3: think it's from like three, four years ago.
4: Mm-hmm. And I hear that this one's actually a lot more fun than Friday the thirteenth so i I'm not personally looking for it, but I mean I guess if people like that kind of game, they should go for it.
3: I played that Friday the thirteenth once I mm-hmm. won, so I turned it off and never played it again
4: <laughs> that's mm-hmm. awesome uh I, I mean I guess people would like it I'm not sure uh to t- t- the um Real quick for this, with these ne- next two, there's a Grid Autosport, which is just a racing game. Uh, have you played Grid?
3: Yes, I loved it.
4: Uh, so it's coming to Switch. So you know, if you have a long trip ahead, you could play that at least.
3: But the only problem is, Grid Autosport came out for the 360, I think, in 2012.
4: Oh, so it's a port. Yes, I did not know this, but Where's it's you?
3: got all the DLC and all the extra cars.
4: Oh, well, that's fun at least.
3: But... It's that's, that's always good. Is it worth 50 quid for a game that's like 5, 6 years old?
4: Probably not for you. I never played it. But probably for someone new. Well, I don't know. Maybe not. Again, like, it just depends. When they released Crash Bandicoot, they put that at $40 for us here. Which is not bad at all, really. Because it brings three games. But that's worth the price of it. But then they released Hyrule Warriors for the Switch. Which was on the Wii U. And the Wii U was sixty dollars, and then on the um, on the 3DS, which was terrible, by the way, I did not like the 3DS version of Hyrule Warriors at all. Um, was forty dollars, and I would think, all right, you might as well just keep it at forty. But no, they they put it at sixty bucks, and it was just ridiculous. And I'm like, uh-uh, I'm not picking this game up anytime soon because I'm not paying this much money for a game that I kind of enjoy. It's the one kind. I know it's not Zelda, because it is Zelda, but not Zelda. Um, it is the one game I never really liked in the series, so um, I went on a tangent there. Uh, Oninaki uh, JRPG on, Oninaki is coming out. Uh, looks kind of cool. I might pick it up. I'm a JRPG fan, and that one actually look kind of interesting, um, but that's just me. Yeah,
3: uh, I didn't like the look of it.
4: Uh, <laughs> uh, Delta Rune uh, is was announced for the Switch, and with the first chapter being free. Um, and I don't know if you ever played Undertale. Um,
3: I've heard of it, but I've not played it.
4: It have you ever seen the gameplay of it at least? No. Oh, um, so are uh, like real quick. Undertale is a great series, and to play Deltarune, you're gonna need to play Undertale only because it helps ex- it's not a sequel, excuse me. It's not a sequel, but it's set in the same universe, and it's probably recommended to play Undertale first before it. And the game and Undertale is really great. If you ever get the chance, um, you should play it, but be forewarned that it's a game that every decision you make is important. Um so take that with ease. It's a fun game. I can't. I don't. And don't watch a walkthrough. I highly recommend. If you're ever gonna play this game, do not watch a walkthrough. Please play it blindly. It is for your best expectation if you don't know anything about it. I can never recommend that enough for someone who has never heard of Undertale. I'm um,
3: watching a video of Undertale, mm-hmm. and it looks
4: random it's not though i promise you it's not it's just there's a whole story behind it and there's a and everything and there's there's a reason why everything happens in, in this in the game it it it's not as ran it, the, the trailer looks random or anything about it looks random but um there's a story and the story is actually quite interesting and it's a game that you would need to play multiple times i mean does that take a lot yeah but like you it's an interesting game, at least, because of it. And it, its fan base is ridiculous. So if you ever get a chance, play Undertale or Deltarune. Deltarune looks weird. Um, Bloodstained. If you're a fan of Castlevania, Bloodstained is coming out in the summer for the Switch, um, which I want to pick it up because it looks pretty. Just because just it looks pretty. I think the game looks cool. I'm not a fan of Castlevania. You're not? No. <laughs> That's it. Um, I don't know. I like Bloodst- I-, I like the way the Bloodstain is. That's a Kickstarter game. I don't know if you knew that. Um, yeah, from like so, five years ago. <laughs> it finally, it's finally coming out. Jeez. Uh, t- 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 Super Smash Brothers Ultimate is getting version 3 update, and that will come with uh, Joker from Persona 5.
3: Couldn't it have been uh,
4: Joker from Batman? Oh, can you imagine? You Could better? you imagine? That would have be been insane. And then if they put him, they have to put Goku as well. Um, so, but, I mean, yay version 3, yay Joker. Um, I expected in this direct a, um, a character reveal, but we did not get it, which is okay. But it's a little upsetting, but whatever. Um... And I am almost certain that we're going to get a Mi- Minecraft as a character, like Steve from Minecraft. I am almost certain. I don't care what anyone tells me. I don't like Minecraft, but I'm almost certain about it. But that's I just don't know.
3: Me. I've never played... Well, I've had it on, but I've never played Minecraft.
4: I don't um, like Minecraft.
3: But yeah, again, the Smash Brothers. I've never got into that series either. I just think it's So basic and rubbish.
4: Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, it's fun. I mean, again, I'm a big Nintendo (laughs) fan, which is really cool because at least you've played some games I haven't played. i played some games that that you haven't played, so it's actually cool differentiating. So regardless, um, Marvel's Ultimate Alliance 3 is coming out for the Switch exclusively in the summer as well for the Switch. So do you think Uh, that
3: means that... Because it's exclusively in the summer.
4: No, no not exclusively in the <laughs>
3: no, 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 I'm sure when I watched it, it said like it's coming exclusively in, you know, basically this year. So to me, that made it sound as though it'll come to the other systems, but not till next
4: year. Uh, no. Well, I don't know. I don't know, because the game is being published by Nintendo. So this is a Nintendo-based game right now at this point. Um...
3: Yeah, but Sony or Microsoft publish other games that come to other consoles after a while.
4: If if they do, it's probably by popular demand or if this game goes really well. I don't know if they're going to release it eventually for other consoles. I think it's probably smart because of the fact that the Ultimate Alliance series came out on other consoles before any Nintendo console. So... I don't know. Uh, it'd be probably good for for them to do that. But I mean it's Marvel and it's a Diablo style game kind of. So uh if people like it's a hack and slash so uh
3: yeah I, I, don't know. I liked the old Marvel games.
4: Mhm. This one looks fun. I I might pick it up. I mean I probably will just for the collection. Um plus the Marvel movies are coming out, so I'm probably gonna pick it up just for those reasons um and I think now I can actually get to the big to the big games uh Dragon Quest Builders Two is coming out uh which is just Minecraft in the style of dragon Quest so I'm not picking that up because oh, I don't that's care crap twice yeah so that's not uh let's not do it. Yo, people love Dragon Quest Builders, but I just cannot get into it. I don't understand. It's just Minecraft. It really is. Uh, Dragon Quest XI is the definitive edition of Dragon Quest XI. It's coming exclusively for Switch, with all of its DLC and stuff included uh, from the PlayStation version and the PC version. So the Switch is going to have what's known as a definitive version. Uh, game looks beautiful. I'm excited. I I wanna I wanna play it. I wanna play it don't have a Playstation Four to play Dragon Quest Um eleven, so I'm gonna pick it up and I'm gonna I'm gonna go for it. But again, like I said, I'm a JRPG fan, so I can't even help it.
3: So I don't mm. like
2: game.
4: Mm-hmm. Uh Final Fantasy nine and Final Fantasy seven. Final Fantasy Nine just came out on February thirteenth. 8? Um, are you a fan of the eighth one? no one like. No, it's because eighth is not a popular one.
3: Oh, eighth is one of the best.
4: It's it's that is amazing. You are one of the few people that actually like eight. At least from what I've I've heard here in the states, not a lot of people like eight. People flinch at the name squall. Um, I think so I heard it. <laughs> oh, of course <laughs> you. You like to do this? Of course you did. I've never played Final Fantasy 7 or 9. I've played but...
3: 7. Mhm. Um it's okay. It's overrated, but it's okay. Uh
4: I think it's oversaturated. I think they mm. did everything to like push that game. I mean, I want to play it, don't get me wrong, just for the game itself, but I think I have too high expectations for the game and I'm about to get disappointed. But I'm going to I I have 9. I bought 9. And I'm about to start 9. Um, and I hear great things about it, so I'm excited to play it. Um, but that's just besides the fact. Mortal Kombat 11 coming out for Switch on April 23rd.
3: Do you reckon that'll just be the really dodgy Android game?
4: Just <laughs> over. I, I I mean, probably at this point. Did you hear that, they were, that there was a fan petition to uh, get Shaggy from Scooby-Doo to join Mortal, Mortal Kombat 11? Yeah. I thought that was the most ridiculous and stupidest thing ever. But also it made me laugh.
3: Even Ed Boon just basically said no. (laughs)
4: Um, Damon X Machina I think I talked about this game earlier. I played the um, demo and I said that it's just weird and it's very mech body and it looks cool but I don't know if I want to pick it up right away. And There's not much to talk about with that game yet. Um, I played the demo twice now, and, uh, I don't know, it's, it's interesting. I just don't know if it's something that's gonna, like, grab my attention for long. And that's just me, though. Uh, Fire Emblem Three Houses got a release date for July 26th, which, by the way, that is one day after my birthday, uh, so that will be my birthday gift to myself. Even though I've never played a Fire Emblem game because I've never I'm never been a big fan of tactical games.
3: I'm sure I've played a Fire Emblem, but I can't remember where or when. <laughs>
4: uh Three Houses looks cool, but I also call this game Fire Emblem Harry Potter because you get to <laughs> choose a house. And uh you know, you get the choices of uh, black eagles uh Golden Deer and Blue Lions and Hufflepuff because why not? I just I just can't with they people ride this Harry Potter train, I promise you they do. Um that was not a pun, I swear. Um But the, yeah, the game looks cool, I guess. It's very anime-esque, so if people like that, they'll like it. i I'm I'm gonna pick it up because I never played a Fire Emblem game, and I think this is a good start. Um we got three more games. Uh, it's Astral Chain, which is a new IP for Platinum Games, the creator of Bayonetta. Um, and I thought this was a Xenoblade game, to be honest, at I first. thought it uh, was
3: the official the game.
4: No, it's its its own IP. I was, I was like, "Geez, um, Game looks cool. I, I think it looks cool. I don't know what you thought when you saw the trailer.
3: It looked quite cool. Yeah.
4: Mm-hmm. Uh and then finally the two big games that they revealed, uh, right off the bat, uh the very first thing they announced was Super Mario Maker Two. Um I I played a bit of the first game. Uh I did not create levels personally. I don't I'm I'm a creative person, but I'm not I don't have that time to just be building ridiculous levels like that. Um but with that being said, Mario Maker is one of the best Wii U games that came out in its time. So I know there's a a lot of fans that are excited for this game. People are going to be thrilled to play it. I'm going to pick it up and I'm just going to play people's fan uh, fan levels, and I'm just excited for that. Um, but I don't know. I, I did you ever did you ever play Mario Maker?
3: Right. Mario Maker is the reason Nintendo don't send us any games anymore.
2: Oh gosh.
3: They sent us the game to review. I reviewed mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. I gave it 3 out of 5 stars. Mm-hmm. And said, the game's amazing. It's just a shame that it's built on the Nintendo uh, Wii U. Because mm-hmm. the Wii U control pad, mm-hmm. um, the D pad, and that are not the best. And mm-hmm. it being a precision sort of based game it the d-pad that was a bit squidgy
4: oh i get that i really do
3: um so i basically said that to review the game it's i am not going out to buy a 40 pound um
4: pro controller
3: pro controller just to play a game when it should be you should be able to play the game out of the box And Mm -hmm. so I just did not like... I didn't think the control pad was suitable for the game. And Nintendo didn't like my review, and they...
4: Yeah. Gotcha. I get that. I mean, I will not deny the... The only reason I like... Well, not the only reason. I think creating levels, at least, in that game was... Easier with the gamepad... Um, just because you could, because j- you had the stylus for the gamepad, so that's the only reason I think it was good at that point. But then, um, again, like I, I, I'm strangely used to 2D Mario with a control stick because I, I adapted really easily to to that style. Even though lately, I, playing New Super Mario Bros. U Deluxe on the Switch has been the switch's control stick isn't the worst thing in the world. It really isn't. I'm used to it by now. But man, that game! Like, if I just keep holding on to that control stick for just a tiny bit to the left, he Mario just jumps the wrong way, keeps going left, and just falls in a pit. And I'm like, all right, I did not want you to go that far, but whatever. Um, I don't know. Uh, Mario Maker Two. I'm I'm excited though. It looks fun. Hopefully, yeah. uh, hopefully it's good. Um, and it's a sequel, so you know. It's not a port, it's not a port, but it's a port, (laughs) but it's not a port. Uh, And finally, uh, I know you're not a fan of this series, as I found out, but personally, I'm super hyped. Uh, It's
3: a horrible horrible Zelda (laughs) game.
4: No, it looks wonderful! It looks like a
3: really dodgy Android phone game. No,
4: stop it. It looks cute running on the Android best Nintendo. I, Switch. I am hyped. I am so, so hyped for this game. I mean, lots of people are a fan of Link's Awakening, and I'm a big fan of Link's Awakening. It's one of my favorite uh, Game Boy Color games. Um aside from the aesthetic, it um, <laughs> the game is actually the game is actually a really fun game and I'm actually very excited to see how it how it runs And I will say though, I will say I wish the game took a bit more inspiration from the anime beginning that they did with that trailer, because that trailer itself looks stunning uh with like the whole storm in the water thing, and it just makes me want an a Zelda anime just a tad bit more. Um but that is just me. I'm excited for Zelda uh Link's Awakening. Um and I like I like the style, David, and that's just me though. <laughs> uh. <laughs> But like I said, everyone is to each their own, and there's nothing wrong with that. And that's it. That's the that was the direct. So, what did you think of the direct? Um, overall, I mean, it's to be honest, at this month of the year, it's it's great to see to see um. Uh, dates it's good to see two big games announced plus a new IP and and the rest it it wasn't anything i wasn't expecting um people had their expectations high with pokemon with star fox grand prix which i don't know if that game is real or not i don't know what to believe anymore and uh and animal crossing and <sighs> So to me, it was a good direct. It's not the best direct. It's not a direct where you're going to be super duper duper freaking hyped about. It's not the worst thing in the world. But it's just, it's exactly what it is. It's an update, and it tells you a few games, tells you two big titles, and release dates. And honestly, that's that's all I expected out of this direct, nothing else. But what do you think?
3: Um, When I was watching it, I was like... There's a few decent sort of things. But overall, I think the problem with Nintendo, unlike like Microsoft and all the others, whereas they only really have one or two shows a year, so they can actually have a collection of about 50 games. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas Nintendo seem to just have one or two biggish sort of games that the show showing that year and then like a
4: load of indies and a load of just random filler hey they do and i will it nothing to me nothing will ever be nothing has beaten 2017 where truth be told nintendo had just non-stop um monthly games we're talking uh we're talking like you know, Switch came out on March on March third of that year. So you got Zelda first uh, first month, and then you get April. You had um, Mario Kart eight, and then in May there wasn't really anything. I can't remember in May, but June you had a new IP. You had Arms. July you had Splatoon two. August you have Mario plus Rabbits Kingdom Battle. Um, September you have PokeN uh, PokeN Tournament come out, and October Mario Odyssey and Fire Emblem Heroes uh, came out. Um, uh, in November, you had um, Sonic Mania. Uh, no, Sonic Mania came out, came out in August of that year. Um, in November, you had... Um, I don't remember November for the life of me. Uh, Sky, I think Skyrim came out in November. Um, and then in December, you ended with Xenoblade, so it was just non-stop gaming. Uh, and, and then 2018 happened, and it's just like, you know what? We're tired. Let's put ports. Just ports of every game that we had on the previous console. So... I mean, now they're catching up and they're making more games, but at the same time, it's you know, it's it's hard. No gaming developer is is uh, is uh, is perfect. Um, they make good games that are their own, but that's all you can really say. Also, I forgot to mention that Tetris 99 is a thing, and it's a beautiful thing. I don't care what anyone tells me; it's a beautiful thing. It's
3: it's good. I like it. It's the it's fifth, the game that made me buy the Nintendo online service accounts thing. Uh-huh.
4: Yeah. It's, it's stupid fun. It's actually like, like it's mind numbingly fun. I, I put on YouTube or Netflix and I just started just playing Tetris 99. And, uh, the highest I've gone to is, uh, is rank five in a match of 99. Um, I have not gone to number one yet.
3: I got to eight.
4: It's, it's a rush. It's a rush. And, uh, Though that it is a little sad that that's the game that pushed not only you but people to get the online service, um, which is not their bestest thing. Their online service is just – I love Nintendo. I promise you I love Nintendo. I love Nintendo more than you probably. But, man, there are just some things they're not good at, and online is still a struggle for them. And that's just me, though. And that's the direct. I mean, I give it a, I give it a solid three and a half out of five. That's just me. Um, nothing I didn't expect.
3: Yeah, there wasn't anything shocking or, you know, mm-hmm. mind-shattering in the yeah.
4: direct. Yeah, it's just, literally, literally the most mind-shocking thing was just people reacting to Mario Maker two, and that's yeah. it. And then Zelda, and then the rest of the thing happened, and that was it. Oh, and the shadow drop with Final Fantasy and the demo for Yoshi. I keep mentioning things. Oh, and I played the demo for Yoshi and it was super cute, but that's just me.
3: <coughs> right. I think we've rambled on long enough today. Um, yeah. We will. Well, I will just read through the bits and bobs. So please visit the website, oneupgaming.co.uk. We have the Patreon site, which is patreon.com OUG. We have official t shirts and mugs over at bluesyborg.com. Just search 1UP Gaming. We have an album out, um, it's called Games Inspired Music. Uh, every sale, 20% will go to the Child's Play charity. We have our first 100 podcasts available at audiobooksontape.com. Plus, there's also a Sans Pants radio interview. One pound of each sale will go to Diabetes UK. Uh, we're on Facebook, we're on YouTube, just search one Gaming. We're on Twitch, just search Twitch, well, go to twitch.tv slash OUG official. If you want to tweet us, it's at OUG official. And if you want to email us, it's contact at 1UpGaming.co.uk. And if you want to subscribe to us and all that malarkey, just Go on to iTunes or whatever. Subscribe, give five stars, positive feedback, that type of thing, really helps with the rankings and helps us raise up and get more viewers, more listeners, and that's always good. So I will say thank you, Jay, for coming on.
4: Thank you for having me, David. It was a it was a pleasure, and I had a fantastic time. And uh, and yeah, uh, anytime, anytime.
3: Right, not a problem. So that's episode 234 in the bag. It's been me, David, it's been Jay, and we'll just say thank you for listening, and we'll be back next week.
0: Goodbye. Goodbye. Hi, Justin the Voice here. First of all, we'd like to thank you for listening. Seriously. We really like it when you listen. Yes. But if you'd like to do more than just listen, if you'd like to help us out, well... We have an idea just for you. Visit our Patreon page at www.patreon.com O-U-G. Your monthly micropayment will help us keep going all night long, baby. Oh, yeah. Mostly because we usually record at night. Yeah. But don't worry, baby. We got something for you, too. We've got special benefits for all of our Patreon subscribers. Yeah. Again, that's triple.patreon.com slash go baby, go,
1: baby, go, baby, go baby I love you, say I love you. Never put nothing above you. Won't let go once I can hug you on the hey They hate me because you let them know that you the ish. Now they hate and I because you at the club and choosing it, too late cause now they using it, can't wait from how you doing it, I know that they pursuing it, you will kindly tell them now my baby's here to watch me go, and for him I put on a show, you just blessed to be here so, Uh, my baby goes goes on, Nobody body rolls on, I tell them hold on, we close on, been on it so long, you go for me, I tell my baby go, but she's not even going. Though no. it's the trust I haven't heard. tell us what you say to her. Yeah, I'm feeling kinda slick. I'm loving how I swim in it. No, I'm not taming her. The no, only one engraving it, signing it right from her list You need to. She's my miss, treat her like a treasure though I never wanna let her go I keep her right in front of me My heart she will forever be I do this so she'll never see Life with me, no misery You deserve the world, my queen Yeah, I'm back down on one knee A boy to a man that you have seen No matter who's wrong, is you and me I'm coming for you, baby So we can stay happy, I'm trying to work so hard you hey and, go baby, go now Go baby, go Go baby, go baby, uh, go Baby, go Just Go oh, baby, go 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 now Just go Baby, go now I love when you go, for, go me. for me I love when you go you for, me. for me I love when you go Hcem for me Say I love when you go for me, me. So bad. So bad. She can get it so sad so that bad. she loves me, no that I'ma it so, so sad. sad, you looking so, so mad bad. Oh, you didn't know you didn't that, know. next time you should check the ring I know that one's a throwback I know you see her flashing Red. it, especially when she Dang. gets it long I'm rubbing on and grabbing it, I tell my girl go, go ahead and go Hey. Yeah L J A saying counts high kitty ha. We got it We got now. it We got it